show's conceit of a title character who could regenerate into a new actor was familiar to fans. Still, the introduction of a new Doctor was, and is, always fraught. And when Tom Baker decided to turn in his scarf, the show faced a serious challenge. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 4th. And today we welcome the fifth Doctor, Peter Davison, to Castro Valva. Tom Baker was the fourth Doctor, and more wildly popular than any of his predecessors. In fact, he was the only Doctor many U.S. viewers knew, since his were the first stories to receive wide distribution in the United States. There was a general feeling that it was time to return to an older Doctor, as Baker was the youngest actor in the role to date. Scottish actor Ian Cuthbertson was considered, but a stroke in early 1982 took him out of consideration, though he continued to work in film. Richard Griffiths was certainly older, but producers went in a different direction. Griffiths went on to become known as Vernon Dursley in the Harry Potter movies. The ultimate choice was controversial. Peter Davison was only 30. He was very well known, having played Tristan Farnan in the hugely popular All Creatures Great and Small, but the character of Tristan was not the most popular or trusted, and that raised fears. It should have told producers that the actor was good enough to make his character's personality flaws seem real. Perhaps it did, because when Tom Baker fell from the main radio telescope dish at Georgeville Bank, it was Peter Davison who sat up after the regeneration. John Billingsley, Phil Flox, Hollywood Food Coalition here. Guess what? Trek Talks 2. It's happening. You asked for it. You got it. January 14, eight hours of premium Star Trek entertainment. Amazing guests. Mad Capri. Insightful social commentary. Musical interludes. Support HoFoCo. Check us out at HoFoCo.org. Helping people in need for almost 40 years. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the 14th of January at TrekTalks.net. Live long and mark your calendars. Again, TrekTalks.net. Producers had prepared for the new Doctor's arrival. After Tom Baker spent most of his seven years with a single companion, Nyssa and Tegan joined Adric as companions in Baker's final story. This gave Davison characters to play off of. Castro Valva involved Davison's regeneration being particularly rough, and traps laid by the Master didn't help. As a result, we saw the Doctor confused as he cycled through his versions of each of his four previous incarnations. He was weak and confused. We see him unraveling Tom Baker's famous scarf to leave himself a trail through his TARDIS. It was an unmistakable signal to viewers that this was a different Doctor. The Doctor winds up secreted away, out of sight as he recovers, for a good half of the four-part story. His companions get the TARDIS to Castro Valva in hopes that the solitude there can help him. The plot is carried by them until late in the story when the Doctor regains his wits. That's when it's revealed that Castro Valva is a construction of the Master, who has used Adric's special abilities to create the recursive town. Like Pleasantville, the end of Main Street is just the beginning again, there is no escape. While the Doctor unmasks the Master's plan, it's a citizen of Castrovalva who gives his life to rescue Adric, and it's Adric who leads them to the only way out of the city. All of this gave Davison space to establish his Doctor's character. It wasn't as momentous as Patrick Troughton's first outing as the Doctor, 
and it was nearly the polar opposite of Jodie Whittaker's challenge to her detractors on her first adventure. But being the consummate actor he is, Peter Davison used Castrovalva to put his own brand on a character that had been made iconic by his predecessor, showing fans that Doctor Who is always bigger on the inside, or at least bigger than any one actor. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 4th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.